Hello, all. Welcome back to Struggling with the Bums. Uh, we got another solid episode today. Um, today, we'll be talking movies, and we have a returning guest, a familiar voice, I guess you could say, until we start putting this up on like YouTube or something. Uh, Will, Will, you want to say hi real quick? Yes, sir. What's up, everybody? Yeah, Will's back. Um, he hit us up about, you know, he, we have a group chat with a bunch of us nerds on movies, and he was like, hey, guys, like, here's a list of these movies that he's all seen. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I can share it with you guys it's on Google Docs. So he shared it with everybody. So we've all just been talking about it. So it's been a perfect uh, idea for a podcast, which shout out Blade for that one. Um, but before we get to this topic at hand, if you haven't already, please do follow us on whatever platform you listen to us on, whether that's Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple. Um, I know there's plenty more Breaker and even more that we're on, should be on at least. If we're not, please hit us up. And do follow us on Instagram at the bums, B-U underscore M-S. Uh, that'll be our primary place of information. Uh, leave a comment. Give us a review. Tell us we suck. Tell us we're doing a great job. Tell us we'd love to hear more of this or that or bring this guest back or whatever you guys want to talk about. And if you haven't already, our website's on there as well, strugglingbums.com. That is actually going to be getting revamped soon by our uh, website guy. So be on the lookout for that. All right. So movies, 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 movies. What is so great about movies, guys? Truly. Well, you want, it looks like you want to say something there. We'll say it. Um, I think, I don't think this is necessarily a hot take. I think it's just a kind of logical take that I've been thinking about recently, especially with my, my movie watching journey that we can get into later on. But I just think movies are in my opinion, at least the best form and like most complete form of expression because you have visuals, sound, audio, music, dialogue, which if you're at in music, you don't necessarily get the visuals to it. Art, you don't necessarily get anything moving or dialogue book. You can't get visuals or music or sound with it. So I'm not necessarily uh, taking a dump all over books or art or music i just think movies can combine all those into one thing that make it the most complete not not necessarily the best because the best is different for everybody but to me it's the most complete form of expressionism yeah to piggyback off that i think it comes down to as humans in society even like the beginning of time storytelling has always been so essential and how we communicate to each other, how we communicate values, how we express anything and a lot of things, how we teach lessons. And I think movies are just the three, the, the most in-person way of, of um, what's a good word, um, get, getting a story told to you. And I think cinema is a great way of like, like sometimes hearing it's just not enough for people. And I think being able to see it, hear it, and it kind of those emotions combined kind of make you feel it because I think we've all seen movies that have made us feel something deep down inside. So that's my kind of thought why movies are so essential. Or yeah, I'll tag on. I mean, I don't think I could have said it quite as well as Will did. Now that he mentions it, it makes a lot more sense. But it's like also how we relate to one another. I think, you know, something I talked to Bryce and Daniel about was how we can begin to direct this podcast to 
to really hitting a lot more notes that we've been trying to hit since the beginning when we created this podcast, which is like try and get things to resonate with one another, right? Telling some stories, those kind of things. So once again, we're telling stories too, or at least trying to. And I think just being able to relate to each other is kind of crazy. You know, for my brother and I, we've seen so many movies. We love quoting movies here and there, and it's our way of communicating with one another. It's how I do it with you guys all the time. It's how we all kind of personally relate. I mean, think about so many different like sayings that we've all grown up with that so many people know. And we just automatically are like, yep, I know that. Like if I hear someone say son of a nutcracker, I know exactly what they're referring to, right? Um, and so like, or even like, are you talking to me? Like same thing, know what you're referring to. It's a movie. Um, so I think it's really cool that how we can see it, like Will said, hear it, you know, feel it, and then be able to take that and relate to one another. So great point. The other thing I was going to say, Will, and, and both this is for Bryce as well um, and our audience, something that I found interesting was, you know, I was on TikTok, which I'm really not that often. Um, as Bryce and many of my friends know, they send me shit. And like, Eddie, have you seen this? I'm like, I'm sorry, bro. I haven't opened TikTok in like a week. Um, but this person posted something and it had something to do with something else, like politics mainly. But they're talking about art from music as art through music and how people like to believe that it causes things when really it kind of is an expression, right? And this person explained it as art is the expression of environment, emotion, and experience. And on top of that, I looked up a definition of art, just quick, quick look up, and it had expression, the expression or application of human creative skill and imagination and producing works to be appreciated primarily for their beauty or emotional power and various branches of creative activity. So I think cinema fits that perfectly, much like Will said. And I didn't really plan on hearing that from him. So I'm glad he said it because I think that all just works together real nice about how cinema is. So yeah, it was a good one, Will. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. And I think we already also covered why they connect us, but I mean, like, is there any other stuff you want to add to why they kind of connect us and, you know, either of you guys? I mean, I think that was hit pretty well by pretty much everybody here. Yeah. I think that was great coverage. I, um, I don't know if I, I think that the saying goes, you know, I couldn't send it any better myself onto that. But right. um, so uh, should we get to the list? Yes, please. All right. So, Will, walk us through like what is this list and why did you make it? So, the list is started in early last, so about this time last year, basically. So, January 2022. I made a list that took a few months to fully get to the end stage that I ended up sharing with you guys, but it was 104 movies and weird number. Why not just make it a hundred, but I did 104 because that would be equate out to two movies a week, even though I knew I wasn't going to watch that many. I just wanted to have all the options, but it really just started from watching a bunch of movies late in 2021 and just seeing all the different stories from all the different kinds of movies that I saw, whether it was a, an indie film with uh, Casey Affleck, where he's basically just wearing a sheet like a ghost, like a, a ghost sheet, like you'd see Charlie Brown wearing in a Halloween costume, to uh, watching the movie Alien for the first time two years ago. So just the different stories. And I was like, you know what? There are so many movies out there and so many that either I have not seen or haven't seen in years and watched it at a point where I couldn't truly appreciate it. So I just wanted to make a list of 
the preliminary, the first 104 that I wanted to watch. And ultimately I got through 75, about, let me, let me do the math, about 50 of them, close to 60 of them came from the list. And then about 15, 16 were ones that weren't on the list or just came out in theaters in back in 2022. So yeah, that's basically it. And then I did the same thing for 2023, just expanded it a little bit, made it to 130 movies, so about two and a half per week. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, you know, when I when I initially saw this, I was like, I read the first like 10 or 10 or so, and I was like, oh, Will's a big classic guy. Because initially I just see the first things that come to my mind is Godfather, classic. I mean, seven mm-hmm. classic. Godfather 2. Uh, do the right thing, which I maybe is not most prevalent in non people of color, but I consider it a cinema classic. And then Donna Dead seventy eight, and I was like, and then actually History of a Violence, which I shouldn't have seen that when I was a kid, but ended up did. And I was like, wow, these are like, like some in certain communities, all pillars of the cinema world. And I was just like, this is like, and then I started looking into it, and I see Girl with the Dragon Man too. I was like, okay, okay. And then I started seeing Apocalypse Now and Taxi Driver. But I, I just saw a Taxi Driver, so it skipped my mind that you uh, put in quotations, or not quotations, but uh, what are the bars called? Uh, parentheses. Yeah, parentheses, South Korea. And I was like, I don't have to look at this. I've never looked into any other Taxi Drivers. So I was just like, and then I, as I scrolled even more and mentioned so many foreign films, I'm all about foreign films. All right worked on getting more into them but i've always been interested but escape from new york super underrated i think letter letters of Ujima. i have a great bum moment i'd love to share later on about this movie in particular um but yeah i just i really respected the list and i was like i i didn't necessarily get the vibe you're going for is it like every movie you've haven't seen that you wanted to see or is it just like the super good ones you haven't seen so i was kind of curious about that yeah, not necessarily every movie, because obviously I don't care to see every movie, but just, okay. yeah, just based out of like pure care, I don't care to see every movie there is. But this is mostly ones that are either by directors that I really like or with actors I like or just ones I've heard of in general that, oh, this Letters from Iwo Jima, obviously it's a Clint Eastwood movie, but I just had heard for years and years about how good it is, how good of a story it is. Same thing with like, French Connection or Moonlight are just heard of how how good they are, how good of stories they are, how good the acting is. So, you know what's funny about the French Connection? The first time I heard of it is only because of the Percy Jackson movie that came out back Same. in the day. That's the only reason. And I was like, because it said like it's this old dude and like the guy's from the fucking um, he's a hippie and he's like, yo, this is the greatest movie ever. He's like, greatest movie, nineteen seventy two, whatever. I was like, the French Connection. Like, I had asked my parents, like, what is it? It's like, oh, it's an old movie. It's like a classic. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with Bryce, though. I do love that you have so many different, like, movies from around the world. I mean, Minari, Minari, I don't even know how you pronounce that. I said that in Spanish mostly, but that's South Korean, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I think it's in South Korean, but it might be in a, I don't know if it's an American movie. It takes place in America. It's about a service Stephen Yuen from The Walking Dead, about them, uh, a family that moves from I think South Korea to, to Arkansas as and works as farmers. Yeah. Just gotcha. from a couple of years ago. Yeah, I even looked up Roma because I hadn't heard of that. I mean Portrait of a Lady on Fire from France. I had heard about that one. 
I mean, shit, dude, you got a decent amount of them. And obviously, uh, for those that don't know, I had talked to Will, not maybe at length about this, but he watched Seven Samurai, which I've been dying to watch. And yeah. I watched Hidden Fortress, which he has on his movie list for 2023, um, both by the same director. Um, so cool to see that. Uh, yeah, this list is crazy. And I printed, I printed uh, the ones you've seen in 2022 and haven't seen, and then your movie list for 2023 with notes on there. I do have a quick question. Your Godzilla one that you did see, was that like 1954 OG? That was original, the 1954. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I finally watched that for the first time like during COVID. Was- yeah, I think that one was really good because it's like not to be – not. I could go into every movie on here. Right, what right. Because I have something good to say about 74 of the 75 movies. What's I have this? something good to say about it, but like God, Godzilla is – just a really good story about came out 10 years after the atomic bombs were dropped on Japan. And especially during all the testing that was going on in there, it's just a really good story about their fear of what was going on and what was happening to them and their section of the world. So I think it's, that's, you know, man, I I think, and I'm going to just do a quick, just because I love Godzilla so much, you know, I love the fact that, well, two things, one Godzilla is either going to be a mashup up, movie just like who's gonna hate on giant fucking monsters beating each other up or it's gonna be a story about something um larger than just itself which obviously the first one is um about the dangers of you know the things that we do to nature and all that stuff and i know the the godzilla 2014 that came out was kind of like the pushback on environmental uh pollution that we've been doing and how that's you know what's come of that um so i really appreciate it. the other thing that i was going to say about your list is oh the the genres the genres man you got everything you yep. have dramas comedies you have um shit action movies uh, i mean you name it you got you got superhero movies you have just classics it's crazy dude this is awesome yeah we'll definitely post it like pictures of it whenever we have this episode up yeah you know as for the ones watched well one the number 10 on your have seen was The Thin Red Line, which is a World War II movie that came out in 98. So underrated. Oh my gosh. People that haven't seen this film, I just get frustrated. Like how... Mm-hmm. It's a star-studded cast, but it's one of those movies that you bring up and people just look at you crazy like they've never, ever heard of it. It's so good. I was. It made me really happy to... I haven't seen it. On your Unless yeah, you showed, unless you showed it to me, and I don't remember. No. Nah. Oh, okay, I gotta, I gotta watch yeah, it. Yeah, but it's just one of those movies that it's, it's so much more than a war film. It's a story, and war just happens to be part of it, and a major part of it. But I, I really enjoy that movie. I really like too that you put Platoon on here. Just yeah, you know, I'm a big military movie guy, and like those are Platoon is, oh man, it's a story and then some. Now, one, I was curious. I just watched The Northmen last week. Did you like it? I really liked it. My immediate reaction was I really liked it after seeing it in the theaters. Just because I'd seen the trailers for it and thought it was like, who's not going to like it? I can't remember. Alexander Skarsgård being about the guy that ba- that Hamlet was based on. Viking stuff. Who's not to enjoy that? And I thought it was... I thought it was very good. Like, I think my immediate reaction after seeing it was probably more than how I'd think of it now, but I still really enjoyed it. 
You know, I think I'm in a weird place. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't, uh, there was just some things. I don't know. I don't think I like the flow of how the movie went. And that's, I don't think it's that I dislike the story, but something about the flow of it really, I don't know. It's unsettling to me, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I get, I get that. I want to pop in real quick. I still haven't seen it. That's a movie that I circled as something to see. Um, but isn't it also based off of like a Viking saga too? Yeah, so it's based on... I can't remember what the character's name is, but it's based yeah. on Vikings who... And the character and story is basically Hamlet. And when I looked it up later to see what it was about, it it's who the Shakespeare play Hamlet it was about it was gotcha. on, like an old gotcha. Viking that's legend. Cool, bro. Yeah, that's pretty cool for sure. That's, that's good. So, wait, yeah. I, I actually, Bryce, did you want to ask him more? Or, yeah, I was gonna ask one more question. Go actually. ahead, go ahead. So, on your have not seen Will, do you think because some a lot of these are rated R, do you think that was because you're either your parents weren't allowing you to see some of these films coming up, or it was just not an interest at the moment? Like, what do you think maybe prevented you from seeing a lot of these films until now? Um, I think a lot of them were... I I think a lot of it was I'd see them on Netflix and I'd scroll past and be like, I don't really want to necessarily watch that one right now. Because that's like, like Apocalypse Now, I would see it for years. Same thing with Rome. I'd see it all the time. It's been on my Netflix list. I'm like, I'm going to watch something else. I'll look for something else. Or... But a lot of them was just not, especially the foreign movies, is just not caring or, or just not it not being an interest of me until, until recently, or just straight up not being able to find them on streaming services. Dude, I absolutely feel that because like so many times I've seen movies where I'm like, dude, I've heard this is movies lit, and I just go, I don't really want to watch it right now. Like, yeah. I don't feel like it. Yeah, I would. I was when I was going with that it was more like when I was younger. We just we had VCRs and we just didn't have these. And then even when we upgraded to DVDs, it was like, like we had like a DVD rental plate, like a Hastings. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but they're gone now. But you could get DVDs that you could rent them. And they didn't have like any of these movies, you know? So it wasn't even until, until I got like streaming in college. And even then it's like, you know, you're playing sports with your friends on the evening. You're, you're socializing, you're working, you're studying for school. You know, you're doing this, that, and the other, and then the free time you do have, it's like, do you really want to sit down and watch a three-hour classic? Because there was an instance uh, one time after I decided to not go out with the bums, I was like, I'm going to watch The Godfather. And I literally made it like five minutes into the film, and someone found me and woke me up. They're like, and, that, and the movie was like, in credits were hitting. And I was like, no! <laughs> but yeah, I was like, damn, this sucks. But yeah. So I was just curious. What about you? I mean, Eddie, same thing for you. I mean, we were pretty much living the same schedule. Yeah, I think I just didn't dedicate enough time to doing it. You know, I think I have my interest in movies and trying to get outside of that can be hard sometimes. Um, so that's why I need other people to like get me to watch some of these movies, um, yeah. which I definitely am grateful for you, uh, for my cousin Taylor, who's got me to see a couple more movies and other movies. Um and yeah, if you guys haven't, I think we talked about it in multiple episodes, how uh, before our games on Thursdays, Bryce and I would watch a war movie and anyone who wanted to join was free to join with us and watch it before we went to go play uh, intramural football. So yeah, 
we would uh dissect them a little bit, try yep. to take some actual like leadership tricks. And Will, I'm glad you weren't there for this. Um, we one night gave up a Saturday before when we had Taylor's to watch a whole bunch of horror films. Oh, dude, Do you remember that? We watched. I think we watched all the Alien vs Predator movies. Yeah, like, we watched all night. the AVPs. We watched the Predator. Like, yeah, it was awesome. Such it was a great, awesome. We ordered like a bunch before. of Domino's pizzas. It was like you, me, and Ryan, right? No, there was. Was it a few more? Blade, was it played with us? Yeah, I don't know. Been, yeah, something. I was just. It felt like there was more people because we were all like, "Whoa!" And you had. It was a good time watching yeah. these for your buddies. Yeah, I mean, we'll, maybe we should even dive in about. We talked a little bit with the Marvel movies. You know, going to the theaters with your homies and all making fun of each other before the movie start or during it. I mean, it's just classic, top classic, tier. top tier. Nothing like getting roasted. No, no, like getting roasted is hilarious, M&M. man. Yeah, <laughs> right. Bryce looks like an Eminem, bro. Fuck y'all. <laughs> or uh, even uh, someone's forehead. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, good times. Oh, yeah, man. this list would have been lit during the pandemic, bro. I hope you know, like this thing would have been fantastic uh, and much needed during the pandemic. Sorry, man. I would have liked it too. I know. I know. Not all these movies were out during the pandemic, obviously, but yeah. you know. I mean, we would have all been on the Discord server watching this. Uh, oh, for sure, bro, for sure. But no, I do, I do have a quick. So you said seventy four of the seventy five movies. You you have great things to say about. What's the one movie yeah. you know? So Ooh. I mean, I said seventy four, but maybe technically seventy three. Uh, my girlfriend came out to Florida when I was living out there, and for a week because we were going up to Nashville for a concert, and then. We watched a couple movies. One of them was La La Land, and it was like late at night. We just we've been doing other stuff, and I just I couldn't get into it, so we turned it off and watched Cars instead. About thirty minutes into it, but it was uh the cinematography was excellent, and I've been I've been regretting not finishing it because I need to watch it again, and especially with her because it's one of her favorites. So I feel I feel bad on that part. But the other one is the one right above it is Shiva Baby was another one that we watched. And everything, it got good reviews. And so we watched it. And it just wasn't good. I just didn't enjoy it. was not for me. Hmm. So. Interesting. Like, I mean, that's the other part, right? Not everything's going to be for everybody. I just had to look it up right now. This is not the movie I was expecting at all. While at a Jewish funeral service, a college student has an awkward encounter with her sugar daddy. Like, what? Wait, wait, wait. What's this called again? Sorry. Shiva Baby. Baby. It's It's the 15th movie on the ones that I did see. I love it. I love it. What the fuck? That's awesome. (laughs) I love it. I'm not going to lie. This is a movie I think I would watch while taking drugs. I don't take drugs, so the audience knows, but... I I think if I was to take drugs, this is the type of movie I would watch. Yeah, like there's definitely an audience for it. It just was not me. For sure, for sure. Uh, actually, quick quick interlude thing, and I I do want to talk about more a little more about some of the movies, some of your favorites on here. But this is our first episode of recording in 2023, so audience, happy New Year's, guys! I don't know, happy New Year's to you guys. Uh, the first episode of recording this year, so uh, yeah, pretty lit word yeah um but anyways i was gonna say what are some movies that you have seen and or have not seen yet that you would you want to mention will that like you're just like oh man these were fantastic or whatever 
Oof. Ones that I have seen. Um, that is a very hard question. And at one point I tried actually making like a a 64 team bracket of the movies that I'd seen. <sighs> of the ones that I'd seen. And like I'd had them all ranked. And then I realized that one movie I saw, I think it was Nope from over the summer. I never put on the list, so it just messed everything up. I was like, you know what? I'm tossing this out. Because it, it was already enough, too much work enough to go through it. So I'm like, you know what? It's it's all it's all over now. But um, it's too hard for me to pick even even like 10. Fair enough. But let me let me go through. Let me try to give you some some that I see for like each one. Uh, yeah. I think Punch Drunk Love, the fifth movie I saw, was a very good one. It's should be on HBO Max. It's a Adam Sandler movie from like 2003. Oh, it was shit. like his first serious role before Uncut Gems. Mm. It was by the same guy that did uh, that did why can't I think of the movie? There Will Be Blood. And it's I thought it was really good. Obviously the, the Paddington movie's incredible. Um, what's love got to do with it is one about Tina Turner, Tina and Ike Turner. That the acting was, I highly recommend it if you can find it somewhere. It might be on, uh, might be on Hulu, might be on Prime. The acting was so good, Lawrence Fishburne and Angela Bassett. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I think I've heard of that too. Uh, a couple other ones. I, I really liked The Irishman. It was actually what made me put Godfather and Godfather 2 on the list because when I first watched The Godfather like six years ago and didn't much care for it, but I was also maybe 16. Yeah. So like watching this made me really rethink that one. Um, I thought The Fighter was really good. Uh, Eraserhead, if you've ever seen uh, Twin Peaks by David Lynch. This was his first movie ever made. I promise you it's it's unlike any other movie for Wall. And then like I really like the first Blade Runner. Obviously, it's a classic. And then The Witch by the same guy that did The Northman that we were talking about earlier was really good. And then Ikaru by the same guy that did Akira Kurosawa that did Seven Samurai was probably one of my favorites. And and Hidden Fortress, the man, the myth, the legend. Inspired uh George Lucas. Oh, that's cool. Um, if so, like, let's say, actually, two more questions. Sorry, bro. So, what are the bold ones? Is that something you bolded, or is that something? No, that's just I bolded those ones. Those are ones that uh came out this year. That came out this year. Yeah, gotcha, like, gotcha. and a, a few yeah. of them are ones that weren't on the list that I watched uh either on my own or with my girlfriend. Like Shiva Baby was one not on the list, but uh, we, I watched it, so I put it on the list, but I just made it bold, so I knew. It literally just, just hit me as I said that too. I was like, oh, he's not coming out this year. Um, the other one is so like on the have not seen. What's something that like you're like, damn, bro, I really need to see this ASAP. What are some of those movies on the have not seen list? From this last year, 2022. Um let me see. I think Heat is one that I've been really wanting to see. Heat's probably been one of the ones that I've most been wanting to see recently. Um, Old Boy from South Korea, another one. And then I think 
Cape Fear has been another one with Robert De Niro that uh that I've been uh thinking about and trying to find places. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, bro. You hmm. still I mean I definitely have seen some of these movies that you have on the have not seen list, but like you still have a plenty that I haven't that I mean I've heard of that I would love to see that I really should try and freaking Eddie, let me ask you this. Yeah. Based on Will's list of the have not scenes, mm -hmm. what are three movies that you're not seeing that you feel like need to be there? Well, I don't know if he's seen it or not yet, though. That's the thing. I think well, we were I mean, if you're in the military. You can give me a few and I'll say if I've seen I, it or we were or soldiers. Whatever. Sorry, what was that? We were soldiers. I have not seen that one. All right, that needs to be on there. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I know Bryce. That's probably one of my that's gotta be now one of my favorite military movies of all time. I, something about it just captures me uh, with Mel Gibson. Um, damn, bro. I don't know. Oh, what's another one? Okay, I'll shoot one. And then yeah, you, shoot you, one. Shoot one. Another yeah. another Glory. Which one? Glory. It's called Glory. Oh, yeah, with Denzel? Yes. Yeah, I've seen that. Okay, thank God. Oh, we had to watch that in about... high school one year. Oh, okay, yeah. That's yeah. a movie. That ending, I've. it makes me cry at the end. It's been one time it was a little bit of sadness, the other time it's pride, another time it's happiness, another time it's frustration. It it's a movie that that ending, I I know what's gonna happen. I've seen that movie at least ten times. And it makes me cry. I oh Lord, great movie. Eddie. Um dude, I I feel like uh you just seen so many more movies than me that I just can't even <laughs> um oh, I promise you, there are gaps in me that you'd be surprised if I had. No, I I know one movie. Have you seen Kicking and Screaming? Right? Never, never seen that one. You got to <laughs> that needs to be added like right like yesterday. <laughs> that is one of the dumbest and greatest movies of all time. <laughs> Will Ferrell. I think my only other one would be like um um. Have you seen uh oh shit? What's it called? Glory Road. Oh yeah, Glory Road. Yeah, Glory wow. Road. You've seen Remember the Titans. Um yeah. I think one of the Yeah, I mean that's kinda all I got, dude. Shit. Yeah. Bryce, you got another one? Um Project X. Uh I don't think I've seen Project X. It might have been when I was like probably bootlegged it with some of my friends at a sleepover. I don't Fair know. Enough. Dude, I saw that movie in high school, my senior year in high school, and I was like, oh, so this is what college is going to be. And that's like, I was like, I kind of want my college party years to be like that. And then the only other one that I saw that was kind of like was uh, Bridge to Tucson. Or is it, is it, no, it's the Train to Train Busan. Train to Busan, bro. Train to, train to Busan. Yeah. Yeah, that was one that I watched. That was one of the impetus for this one that I watched back in like 2020 okay. or 2020. Yeah, bro, okay. I got to watch that still. I haven't yet. You I can't. Really do. I feel like that is a pillar of foreign cinema in its transition to American audiences. That if that yeah. makes it, I feel like that is a pillar. I get what you're saying, Bryce. Yeah, it is one of the. If I were to pick defining, at least Asian movies, and especially South Korean movies, that's one of them. Because God dang that fucking movie, bro! I remember watching that and just being like, "This is brilliant." I you know what I mean because zombie movies I feel like get a bad rap, 
because there's a few goaded mm-hmm. ones, and then there's the really cheap, shitty ones. Yeah, kind of ruin it for the goaded one. And Trader Busan was such a refresher. It really I feel like was. It, it, it gave me season one Walking Dead vibes. Like, yeah, greatness. I was just gonna say, Bryce is probably the best, the best zombie movie that I've ever seen. It's it's oh, that's a that's a good take. You know I what? Don't hate I that. got two more. I got two more. I'll okay, s- yeah, there we go. Uh, we're gonna so go under the same moon. Or never even heard of that. Never heard of it. It's a Mexican movie. Uh, great movie, bro. It's about uh, like a dad that's trying to get his kid. I believe he's illegal in the United States, but his kids were born there, and it's like he ends up getting booted back. Wait, no. Am I thinking of the same movie? Oh, dude, I might be mixing up movies, but under the same moon, great movie. As a little kid, bro, that shit tore me up. Unless I'm thinking of something else, then. That sucks. You guys are gonna have to send me these either either add them to the either add them to the Google Docs or send me text. Yeah, them. no. Sorry. Have you seen Scream? No, never saw Scream. Ah, right, bro. I keep recommending it now that I've seen it because I think it's I think it's like a. Are you talking the original one? Yeah, the OG OG. Yeah, never never saw. I mean, yeah. I guess I never saw any of it. Solid them. shit, bro. Solid shit. Okay, I got. Yeah. I'll do my last one. The Battle for Hadita, bro. No, when I tell that. you, it's called the Battle for Hadita. The movie, bro. If you're not feeling like you need to puke after this movie, I just don't know what's wrong with you. Because I watched this film one time, and I had to like throw up in the trash can. I felt disgusting. But like, but but it's not like like. How do you spell what? it? It's a be like battle for H A D I T H A. So I'll give okay, you the premise. I'll give you the premise. These American soldiers go do some horrendous shit in Iraq. And what they do, it, you just can't, like, I don't know, man. Watching that shit on, sit, it, like, because it's extremely graphic. You're, I, I, like, had to puke. I was just like, this is, I'm glad this is fake, but it's based on some real shit. I was just like, this is something else. But yeah, yeah, I've seen, I've only seen, like, one movie like that where it's made me want to literally, like, turn it off. And where, where, what was it? I'm just curious. It was called. It was on Netflix for a while. It just left Netflix recently. It was called The Nightingale. It was kind of similar. It was about um, British occupation in New Zealand way back in like the nineteenth century, or not New Zealand, uh, Tasmania. I think it was. Mm. Trying to be exact, it was either New Zealand or Tasmania. I'm not getting it exactly, but basically, um, the one like lead commander does horrendous stuff to this one woman and then like that scene was just so brutal that i wanted to turn it off okay Hmm. and like she just uh but then it's about like her traveling with a a freed slave i don't know i can't remember what exactly the correct terminology for his status was but she travels with him basically to try to get revenge on the people, but she finds out it doesn't end up bringing her any solace, really. Because her life was pretty much ruined before. Yeah, I just read the description. God dang. Fuck. Wow. Yeah, dude. I mean, it, not like you should watch cinema to like feel bad by any means, but there's just some pieces, like, it's history you don't know, and like, I don't know, I mean, I'm a visual learner and I mainly want get my information from like documentaries, but like 
documentaries don't give specific things that have happened the justice it deserves. Like, like 12 Years a Slave, I think that's another movie, if you guys haven't seen, almost made me want to puke again. Just seeing the... I think it's one thing to talk about things that happen, but when you see it and see how it's really affecting human beings, even though it's acting... It just, oh, it makes me sick to my stomach sometimes. 12 Years a Slave was a gut. Like, I had to take breaks watching it because it was just a lot. So, it was man. just a lot. Um, I think before we get to the 2023, what were, what were you guys' like top movies from 2022? That came well, out in 2022? Yeah, that came out in 2022. You guys want me to go first? Go for it, baby. Uh, my favorite was The Fablemans. I think I said that back in our group chat recently the fablemans that uh basically autobiography of steven spielberg i think was my favorite movie just because it it reminded me of why i like movies why i like watching movies and everything but then rounding out the rest of my top five all quiet on the western front the one on net the version on netflix was so good bryce war movie guy this is i'm seeing it as as good as they come yeah uh banshees have been a sharon was good with Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson on HBO Max, if you want to watch it. Um, Top Gun Maverick, obviously. The Batman and the Batman are probably rounds it out. And then honorable mentions go to the Northman and the Irishman. Because the, the, or not the Irishman, um, Elvis. I don't know why I said the Irishman. Elvis, just because the acting was so good in Elvis. Hot take. I did not like Elvis. I like Austin Butler, but I I don't know. I'm I'm weird about certain things in movies. And Elvis, it was just I don't know. Maybe it's because I like his music, but I don't know. The story just didn't really do it for me. I, I found it unorganized in my own per se manner. I like structure. I, I, guess, but. I agree with you on that one. I, I just really liked Austin Butler's performance as Elvis. I thought was really good. And I thought like the first maybe 60 to 75 percent of it was just really good and like yeah i can agree i felt like the beginning of the movie great and i felt like after that it was a very small decline yeah like there it definitely hit a peak and then just started to like go downhill a little bit after do do you think it's a super hot take to say 2022 wasn't the best year for movies because as i looked at the overall list of what came out what I really liked, I, you know, I, I guess there was a lot, okay, I'll say this. There's a lot of movies that I thought were okay and I liked, but there were no movies that I, there was very few movies that I was like, this is goaded. I would go buy the DVD or buy the online version of it now and I would watch this like repeatedly. You know what I mean? Like, no, I nothing, don't think it just, sorry. I don't think not too many stood out to me, I guess, like that. Where no, I agree. Past. There were definitely a ton of movies that I want to watch from this year, and I have about nine others that are on my next year's list. This, or I guess this year's list, about nine others, eight or nine others. But it definitely was not as good as like a 2019 or a 2007 or a 1994. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Eddie, you want me to name my top five, or do you want to take it, bro? I don't care. We can go either way. Okay, so not in any particular order. I think Bullet Train with Brad Pitt, so underrated, bro. That movie does not get talked about enough, in my opinion. 
I think they need to do so much more from that universe, in my opinion. That movie, oh, I just, I love it. I can't really say anything negative about it. Um, Glass Onion. I'm a big movie mystery guy. Uh, for anybody that knows me, I really like the, uh, uh, our, our one of our buddies, John, put me on. It's uh, the un- Unfamiliar Suspect or something like that. Ah, crap. Uh, get back to you guys on that. The un- that uh, Reservoir Dog. Like, I kind of like the movies where it's like, there's there's the answers in front of you, but you have to understand the past mysteries to understand it fully. And I, I love Knives Out. I thought Glass Onion was a great movie. Uh, Detective LeBlanc is that guy. LeBlanc is that guy. Uh, the Batman. I thought it was the best take on the Batman so far overall, like to his true comic origins. Uh, Top Gun 2. Uh, Tom Cruise is old and he's a Scientologist, but he's still a badass because he does all his own stunts and he learns how to fly. And It was just really good. I thought sequels usually suck and this one did. And then probably my favorite was Avatar Way of the Water. I mean, God, the visuals, man. I At the end of that movie, I was just so anti-human. I was like, just let us all die off on Earth. We kind of deserve it. Like, oh, yeah. yeah I've got a take after after you go, Eddie. I've got I've got a take. All right. Um, I just to keep in mind, I have not seen the Batman yet, nor Avatar two. Just to keep keep in mind, so I don't have them. I'm sure the Batman would be really high on my list. I don't know about Avatar two because I didn't like the first one. Um, outside of the visuals and that stuff, but. Uh, I have a sort of order. Um, so I got at five. I have everything everywhere all at once. Um, I thought that was such a fantastic, just off the wall movie. Um, especially with Michelle Yeoh. Yao Yo. I unfortunately don't pronounce her name. She's awesome. Um, I have Bullet Train, which I thought was excellent. Uh, I love the chaos. I have Prey, um, which I really enjoyed getting back to the roots of like Predator. Um, as opposed to what they've been doing recently um and then i have sort of tied for first each is black panther and top gun you know i think i went in with no expectation for black panther and it just it just it just made me feel something that a lot not a lot of movies did this year um so i agree with bryce it wasn't the best year for movies but you know there's some good ones there here and there plus namor you know loved having hispanic representation and then top gun maverick Bro, I was going to go see it, and I'm like, this movie's probably going to be shit, man. They're probably going to do, like, all the same shit they did before, and it's going to be boring. And I went in, and I was like, yo, this shit was lit. I'm, let me buy the DVD right now. <laughs> so, yeah. And then I have honorable mentions. Um, Glass Onion, uh, Doctor Strange, Violent Night, Dragon Ball Super, Superhero um, are my honorable mentions. So, yeah. Well, we're shouting out animes. One Piece film red. Go watch it. What's that hot take, Will? It's not necessarily a hot take, but it's more of just kind of a question. So it's it's something I saw either in a... I can't remember if it was an article I read or a video I saw. But is Tom Cruise one of the most important people for at least modern movie making? Like, Like on the same level as like a Steven Spielberg for just the innovations and action scenes movies roles everything like that i um uh, i don't I, that's a good question i will say i think he's the true 
last remaining true Hollywood superstar. Anything Tom Cruise puts his anything Tom Cruise puts his name on, it's gonna I don't want to say it's gonna hit in the box office, but it's gonna bring people in. Like if Tom Cruise was to do a comedy movie with some nobodies, people would go watch it to be like, I wonder wonder what Tom Cruise is doing. I just don't know how many more true Hollywood action stars there are. I mean, he's been running, I don't want to say running, but he's been a competitive guy in the action scene since what the first uh, Mission Impossible came out in like 96, 95, something like that. And even before that, I mean, Top Gun in 86. I mean, I I just think for a guy to have that much star power from 80, I mean, I just can't think of too many movies where he's been in that it hasn't gone at least. They haven't at least broke even, the, at least to my knowledge, that they have not at least broken even on the film. And I just think the fact that he's carried the Mission Impossible franchise, which is his franchise, which is still an elite franchise. Come at me. We can, oh, I'll fight to defend that. And I think it's the fact that we still, he's like 60 something, and we're still getting videos of him breaking both his legs because he held on to like a stone crate that fell like 50 fucking feet. Or the uh, I heard a thing uh, recently. He almost like broke his left arm doing some in moto motocross trick for this new one, where he drives a motorcycle off a ramp into the sky, and then he has to sh- jump off the bike, shoot into a glide suit, glide suit, squirrel fly around, and then he po- pops a parachute, and he did it six times. Dude, I just. I don't know what to say. I that's what that's I don't. What I don't know if I'd say he's the last Hollywood star, but I will say he's who, certainly one of the longest there? remaining. Who would you put in that category? Uh, that's a great question, actually, because I mean, you could put Brad Pitt. Yeah, DiCaprio as far as yeah. But I, are you talking about more action or no? Because I think I'm talking about action because yeah, Brad yeah, Pitt. Yeah. I agree, action but I don't for... think he's a full-on action yeah. star. Because I, I was gonna, I was even gonna say like him. Robert De Niro or something like that. But you're talking about action, action. So I'm I think. Valid point. Valid point. Valid point. I just don't know anybody that because Tom Cruise is the most diverse character. He does not play the most diverse characters, you know. So that's that's just my take on it. I could be wrong, but no, it's fair. All right. Um, in the interest of time, we do need to keep going. So welcome to 2023. Uh, what? Actually, question for you guys: Do you want to talk most anticipated movies for this year, or do you want to talk briefly about your list, or do you want to end with the list and just talk anticipated? We can go whatever order you guys want. Bryce, any I would opinion? I would like to do anticipated. Oh, let's do anticipated, man. Let's get to it. So, uh, Bryce, you're so excited for us. So, why don't you start us off? Dude, most anticipated. I've got, dude, I really went in on this because I I really looked, and I'm I'm so excited for 2023 movie wise. Uh, no particular order. I tried to go by dates, but uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. So excited for Phase Five to get started. Can't be a Marvel fan. Jonathan Major, King the Conqueror, Jonathan Majors. It's about to get real back in the Marvel Universe. And Phase 4 was just kind of meh. I think Phase 5 is going to bring the Marvel fan base back to the good stuff. Uh, Creed 3, big Rocky guy. Big uh, any fight, like fight scenes in movies. I think the the Creed series has been original, but, you know, it's a part of the Rocky Universe. And I just think Michael B. Jordan being the main is that guy. Again, fighting Jonathan Majors, I can't wait because the trailer just has me hyped, bro. 
Um, John Wick 4. I'm not a big fan of movies, of series that go on past three movies, but it's Bob and Yaga, so I can't say shit. Uh, he's that guy, and he's about to fight. It looks just so... I don't know what to say, man. They got Donnie Yen and Bill Skarsgård. Say it less. Like, you could just throw a paper bag out there. I'm probably going to watch that. Uh, Super Mario. I don't know what to expect, and I like it. Do I love Chris Pratt's accent for Mario? Not really, but I love the game. I think I'm going to love the movie. I think it's going to be very solid. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I am ordering boxes of tissues now as we speak. I think that's going to be a movie where I go in and I'm going to have to wear a hoodie to hide my tears. That's all I can say. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I won't say too much because I'm sure Eddie's got this in his most anticipated, but I think just the first one was so damn good. I think I don't see how they missed with the second one. Uh, Oppenheimer. This is one I wasn't originally too interested in because I didn't really understand the concept. And I didn't realize that Nolan was directing, but I'm a Nolan stan a little bit. And I just think it's going to be fascinating. I think it's, it's got a star-studded cast. I think it's going to be very fascinating. Uh, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning. Like I said, I'm a Tom Cruise. I'm a Mission Impossible stan. I'll ride with that franchise till it, uh, the wheels fall off. Uh, sorry, Eddie. I, I Sorry. I, a couple more. I just Two more, and then I'm done. Um, Blue Beetle, with show you many are doing it. Uh, if everyone that knows, Karate Kid. Uh, diverse film cast, mainly Hispanic. Super excited. One of my favorite DC characters. And then Doom Part 2. Sorry, guys. I know I covered, like, all, all the games, but I was so pumped looking at this list, and that's not even all the good ones. So, but yeah. Well, you want me or you want to go? I mean, I'm going to be quick because I've had one day circled on my calendar for the last... All right, all right. Hit us with it. And it's going to be... Cir- and it's still going to be circled on my calendar, and I'm going to be parked in my seat opening night, opening weekend for the double feature of Oppenheimer and Barbie. <laughs> I love back it. Back to back. Hey, you can't go wrong with Margot Robbie. Also, you can't go wrong with Christopher Nolan blowing, what, hundreds of thousands of pounds of TNT, whatever, for Oppenheimer. <laughs> so, I got you, man. Weekend, parked in my seat. Is that a musical? Is that what Barbie is? Is it a musical or is it... Bro, I got no idea. It's... <laughs> Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling and Simu Liu and a bunch of other people in it. Oh, he's in that? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Big Simu Liu. What about you, Eddie? All right. You already named a decent amount of them. I just want to shout out Jay Majors. The last, in the last, like, in six months, he will be in three movies, by the way. Devotion, Amen Wasp, and Creed 3. He'll be in three movies in the span of, like, six months. Just crazy. That's like the yeah, rock kind of. That's the rock kind of level shit right there. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna work backwards. I got Blue Beetle, which I started talking about. Shout out, um, Hispanics for that one. Um, I have Ant Man and the Wasp. I have here's here's the one for you guys. D and D, the Dungeons and Dragons movie. I'm actually very excited for. Uh, I am a Dungeons and Dragons player, and I think I think it'd be cool. I do wish that they would have chosen a mix of races as the main character. But I understand if budget reasons or cosmetic reasons or whatever might have gotten in the way of that. Uh, we also have probably have we have an episode already to be written out for D and D in the future. So 
Yeah, I wanted to mention that. It's going to be cool to see that as a movie. Um, I have, yeah, I'm in a wasp. I have Creed 3 and Scream. I really got to catch up on the Scream series and get into that. Although I, I feel like at this point, they should probably stop making so many of these movies. But Bryce is giving me the no. Uh, John Wick. I mean, dude, the yeah. Baba Yaga, I jumped into this late, but love it. Uh, I have Dune Part 2. For those that don't know, I watched, I read the whole book, the first book uh, before the first movie came out. Um, and that was probably the best book to movie adaptation I've seen from drawing like everything from the book that you can. I think there's been, you could argue with me that there's other adaptations that maybe have been better, whatever you want to say, like Lord of the Rings is obviously an elite adaptation, but like at the same time, as far as drawing specifically from the book, Dune has done a great job of that. And um, I know the first part was very, not as actiony, but this part two should pop off because of what happens in the second half of the book. Um, so I'm super excited for that. I'll, and then like Dennis Villanueva, dude, he killed it. So bring it back to uh, Will's point in the beginning. I mean, the views, the visuals, the music, the sound, everything killed it. And then I'm most excited for Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse because Spider-Man is probably my favorite superhero and watching the first one, which again, I went in with no expectations because I was like, why are we getting another Spider-Man movie? At this point, we've already had Tobey Maguire and we've had Andrew Garfield and we've had Tom Holland and we have all the animated shows and stuff. But man, this is like watching a comic book movie come to life. So yeah, I'm excited for it. You know, we, we've talked about this uh, in our chat. One movie that is probably anticipated, but we're debating on uh, is the Flash movie coming out. Uh, for people who don't know, uh, Ezra Miller is going to be portraying the Flash in that movie. And he's done a whole bunch of bad shit. And, like, like pretty bad shit, I would say. Um, and, you know, I think it's just an ethical question a little bit of should you support a movie that that still keeps people that are doing bad shit, especially some of the children. You know what I mean? It's it's like a morals thing. I, I for me, you know, I, I completely understand separating the character of the Flash from Ezra Miller. I, I get that a little bit, but I just don't know if I want to give my money to DC at the moment. So I don't know. I I told Eddie I'm fifty fifty on if I'm even gonna see it. I, I think it's like I feel like a piece of shit because on one side it's like I want to see it you know it's a flash great fucking hero um, Ezra Miller even though he's a piece of shit has been in a good actor at times uh, yeah I think it could be a good movie on the other hand it's like morally you know I talk about quote unquote trying to do the right thing and I, I just don't know if it's the right thing to go see it I, I just don't know if supporting that is okay i I was will do you have any thoughts man are you is there any movies that like you felt like you haven't gone and seen because of maybe an actor being a horrible piece of shit well, or something like... <laughs> well okay, okay. he's got i got another list aquaman 2 no, <laughs> she's not it we cut it we got it she's not it they cut her out. No, there are a ton of movies where it's like if they do something like that or even just like Kevin Spacey, I don't. Kevin Spacey, I don't watch many of his any of his movies outside of Seven, and he's not really a big part in that movie. Like I don't watch The Usual Suspects all that often. I've never seen American Beauty, or I don't. 
I watched LA Confidential years ago. I probably won't watch it again. Uh, like Roman Polanski, the director, is has two movies that I really want to see, but he's similar done bad shit to kids. So it's like, I don't know if I can watch something like that. And not the same, but like Mel Gibson. I know you mentioned a Mel Gibson movie earlier, but. Dude, I, I definitely, I don't cringe, but I low-key cringe every time I'm, I'm thinking about watching it. Because like at the same, on the one hand, I don't, I know he's in a lot of sus things, and I also don't really care for his beliefs. But at the same time, like he does do a great job acting, so it's tough. It does make it difficult. I give I give like Mel Gibson has one movie, like Hacksaw Ridge is just about the only one that I've that you watch consistently watch. Okay, maybe I, maybe you shouldn't watch We Were Soldiers then, because that's that no, has Mel Gibson in it. He does. <laughs> he's the main character. <laughs> if you like Hacksaw Ridge, you will love We Were Soldiers. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's something if you because see that's where that's where it gets tricky for me because do you let the art be defined by one person and so the whole thing is spoiled because I think like like Mel Gibson not the greatest person in the world but uh, how how more who he displays in the movie We Were Soldiers fucking OG legend great guy you know it's not his fault that Mel Gibson depicted him in this story of his life. So it's like, yeah, you know, I I don't know. That's where, but that's where I get. It. I'm not sure. I don't really have like a hard stance on any of it. You know, I don't think you should necessarily, on some hands, uh, you know, take away your opportunity to see great artwork, stories, whatever you want to uh, define the movie as, just because there's one piece of shit in it. You know, but I also understand standing up for your values and the fact that you don't need to see every movie. There's thousands yeah. of great movies out there with good people in it. So, but I was gonna I say, know. I think I might wait to watch The Flash. I have that on as my the possible busts. Um, yeah, I'm. I I have The Flash. I have Fast Ten as a possible bust. Yeah. Um, I've got Megan as a possible bust. I actually heard that that one was supposed to. I heard. I heard good. Supposed to be really good. Here's. My only thing with Megan, and the only reason I feel like it could be a bust, I don't care. Like, people can be like, oh, cringy, she's dancing. No, 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 no. This is a theme and a storyline that has been told many times. Can you do it again and put a good take on it within the context of this film? That's my, that's kind of where I'm at with this. Um, and the last one I have, sorry, Bryce is Super Mario Bros. I, I feel that the track record for video games to movies is terrible so i i just don't know full and and chris pratt's voice was not inspiring so yeah, yeah i mean i'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt but you know what i feel the same way about transformers i think there's a real opportunity for it to be a bust i'm not the biggest believer in it i'll probably go see it but i don't have much expectations for it so you know it is what it is you got any busts will i mean i'm just I'm just looking at this list that you that you sent us earlier, and there's not a lot that I totally care to see. Like, I'm not super sold. I haven't been sold on the DC movies. Like, I haven't even seen the Zack Snyder Justice League and just haven't been sold on any of the ones since then. I'm not super sold on Dungeons and Dragons, Mario Bros, Fast 10. Transformers, I've been out on ever since Shia LaBeouf. Uh, 
I've only ever seen the first Indiana Jones, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There's just so many on here that. Let, let me ask you this: What what do you look for in a film? What what like few things are you kind of looking for in a film, or would you find? Are you would you say key characteristics have films that you like? Like I'm just curious. I look for obviously the storyline. Obviously, that's one of the first and foremost is the storyline. But I think besides that is the director is probably the biggest one. One has become one of the biggest ones. And then um, I think acting, like who the actors are in it, I think makes a difference, whether they're big people or nobodies or just people I've only seen a couple other things in. I think they can make a difference too. Like just lend some familiarity to it. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I also just go off the vibe too. Yeah. Because there's some horror movies that like, like, uh, what was it? The Black Telephone. Is it the Black Telephone? Whatever. Yeah. With, uh, yeah. with uh, Matt or Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Dude, the vibe on that, I bet that was a great movie, but ain't no way I'm watching that movie. <laughs> Logan, Maybe. I'm low key an Ethan Hawke fan. I'm, I enjoy his stuff, but I was like, no, I'm, I'm good. It's a hard pass. I think movies that emulate too close to reality for me are the ones hard. that I, I they can be really tough. Yeah, I'm uh, with you on that one. Have you guys ever seen The Pursuit of Happiness? Yes. With Will Smith? So hard. Son of a bro, bitch, watch it bro. It's so hard to watch. So I, hard. I, came, I cried so hard leaving that movie theater. I, I had snot coming out. I was like, I had to like have my mom use the internet to like find out what happened to I was like, devastating that scene in the bathroom eddie bro i was i was done that, that's I, like burning my I memory told, man i told my mom i i did not want to watch anymore she made yeah. me finish it i was like this is not i i thought will smith was happy what the shit? hey but that's a part of art man that's i know part of art as, well, as as cinema and this medium you know the next time you need like a good cry my guy put on the pursuit of happiness and be in your feelings my friend because it's, it's gonna brutal. hit you gonna hit you like a damn sledgehammer to the face if you don't cry after watching that movie you you have you need to go see some help like, <laughs> no eddie i'm not kidding. i i got that you, I movie got is gut i got you i know i know i, I haven't i haven't seen it a long time just because i, haven't I seen can't it watch it i can't watch I can't it, watch it anymore. <laughs> um, i do want to say one thing i know this is about movies tv show all right, I got to plug two of them right real quick, real quick, that I, I love the fact that they exist, although one of them I'm 50-50 on. Vox Machina is a uh, TV show. Season two is coming out. It's on Amazon. Also would have mixed feelings about Amazon. It is what it is. But it's based on the first campaign of a group of friends that are all voice actors um, that play D&D. The first season was awesome. I mean, the first episode they got in a bar fight, and people are bleeding, getting stabbed, getting it's animated by the way, getting killed. And then there's one of the characters is like having sex with uh the innkeeper's daughter. Like they break down the door, he gets thrown out. Fantastic. The other one, Wheel of Time, should be coming out. I'm gonna keep plugging that shit all the time. Season two, I told Bryce before, uh, season two should be hopefully, hopefully, um, this is one on 50. Hopefully, for the love of God, it has to be good. Otherwise, I'm probably not gonna watch it anymore. Um, because of how much I love the book series, but yeah, I'm gonna plug those two real quick. <laughs> um, I think we with that, Eddie, we should do a lit. Well, I hope in the meantime, 
you will make a list for TV shows because <laughs> personally, I'm a bigger, I think I'm a bigger TV snob personally. Um, but I would love to get in on making a TV list one. And we should do that for an episode, Eddie. I think that because yeah. anybody that has anything derogatory to say about Band of Brothers or the Pacific, we can fight right now. Like it's on site. Hey, in the, hey, in the words of Coach Coach Bobby Williams, there's a corner out. There's a little air, alleyway out back. I'll see you there. And when we're done, we're bros. I'll walk there too. I'll walk there with you. Um, I, I'm sure. Are we close to the end, Eddie? Time. Uh, I definitely I, want I, to talk about his 2023 oh. list. But well, was there something you're gonna say about TV shows? I just no. I had a small shout out I wanted to give, but I was gonna say that for the end. I wasn't sure. No, no, no I'd say, I, I would love to go to the 10, 15 minutes here and then we can cut it, but right. or at least something yeah. like that. So, well, yeah, well, you didn't have anything to say about TV shows? No, I'm I'm a big TV show, miniseries, whatever guy. I just have not made a list for that. Just yeah. Bryce, your goal for another goal yeah. for this year is uh, make a TV list. All right, bro. And we'll just right. add to it. Okay. Um, yeah, so movie list 2023 for you, Will. Um, I got to admit, man, the fact that – have you not seen all the Back to the Futures? I've never seen any of them. <clears throat> and you haven't seen all the How to Train Your Dragon. Never seen any of them. Uh, Last Onion. You haven't seen Tombstone. Never saw it. Glass Sorry, Onion I've seen yes, tomorrow. Good, good, good. Everything, all, everything, everywhere all at once is definitely something you should see. I know that might be limited by whatever you have to look at, but... My parents recorded that on the tv last week because i told them to perfect all right back to the future i believe is still on netflix that needs to be watched i don't yeah. know i think tombstone's on amazon i've seen tombstone somewhere i've definitely yeah. seen it somewhere it might have been HBO. Sure. now triple r rrr i've heard so much about that i really want to see it so whatever where do you find it, let me know that's on is netflix, that still... on netflix, on netflix right netflix? now oh, oh. To say less it's a netflix original yeah. i think Okay. Wait, what? is it actually? I thought it was an Indian. Uh, I thought it was a, yeah, I thought it was a Bollywood movie. I think Netflix is the distrib. Maybe it's not a Netflix. It's distributed. It's a Netflix distributed. Gotcha. Gotcha. No fucking way. Right, I bet. And the whale too, bro. Shout out. Oh, it says it's on Netflix, Eddie. I'm about to watch Stop. that. Money, money. Yeah, man, this is a great list. I think there's a lot of stuff on here too that I haven't seen that I'm like, yeah, I gotta watch. I mean, you have Evil Dead on here, which I circled as something I want to watch. Mm-hmm. Um. Casablanca, what a clock. I don't know if I'll fall asleep or not, but I mean, I got to try to watch that. Only an hour, Lawrence? 40 minutes. Okay, not bad. Lawrence of Arabia. Fantastic. I do got to watch that. I do have a question. What is this Samurai 1, 2, 3? So those are, they're just longer titles. I just put Samurai 1, 2, 3 because those are the shorter titles. Gotcha. They're all three of them that are on HBO and they're, I don't really know uh, how to describe them or what they're about, but they're just a few of like the classic samurai. Are they Japanese? Okay, Shai yeah. Miyato, 1854, hour and 33 minutes. Yeah, the first one won best uh best foreign language film and like nice whatever released. Okay. So fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. You also got uh I was gonna say this last one, broke back mountain, my dude. Bro, <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know what? Why not? <laughs> Hey, dude, RIP, our boy, uh, the, the greatest Joker, Heath Ledger. Fair enough. Bryce, you got any comments on the on the 2023 list? Um, no, I mean, I felt like you really did a good job covering it. I, you know, 2023 is not something I've, I feel like I'm in catch up. I'm going to be completely honest. I really haven't 
look too hard into 2023. One movie that I was playing on, I was either going to play Call of Duty tonight or watch this movie. It was called The Menu. With It's a horror film on YouTube. Rafian is, right? Yes. I, I couldn't decide. I haven't decided if I'm going to watch it tonight or tomorrow. That's like the only, you know, I've been slacking. I'll be completely honest with 2023. I feel like I'm still trying to catch up in 2022. As weirdly as it sounds. You know, I, 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 my tangent is that I've been rewatching a lot of One Piece, which takes, as we've, with other friends, used the calculator, takes days to do. And so, you know, the free time I do have, I spend it doing that. So I've been slacking a little bit in 2022, and I think it's hitting into my 2023. But I'm going to turn things around. I'm going to turn things around. I'm going to catch up on 2022, and I'm going to get on to 2023. You know, there's a lot of good stuff coming out. Um, I guess it's like TV shows. I was going to say in like the next couple of days, but um, gosh, I don't have any of that listed with me. Pretty good, but, I'm with you there, dude. I think I got to stop watching this old shit over and over again and actually just try to – that's what I've been trying to do book-wise too. Um, you know, I, asked, I was looking up a whole bunch of books to read multiple genres shit like that it's like dude i gotta really try to branch out and 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 like i've seen about this art when you said casablanca i forgot that i have seen it i but it's like one of those things where i I do need to make a list honestly because i'm getting to the point now where i've i've forgotten a lot of movies that i have seen and unless i really think hard about certain times and when things came up that i really would like the the five bloods i wouldn't have known that i've seen that if I had looked on Netflix and saw that I had already watched it, like not, it's not that it's a bad movie. It's just, you know, there's like, I only store so many movie memories in my mind. Hey, and other Jonathan of... Majors movies with our, uh, our homie, yeah. God, with Chadwick Boseman as well. RIP. Um, I've got that... another Jonathan Majors one on here as well. It's what else uh, you got? I gotta find it. Uh, the last black man in San Francisco. The last black man. Over at number Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, oh, I forgot to share my bum bum. So the letters from Iwo Jima, which you have not seen though. Uh, for if you don't know, it's all in Japanese with subtitles. Yep. Uh, I watched. I got that movie because I saw letters to Iwo Jima. Loved it. Big Clint Eastwood movie fan. I'd gotten letter or sorry, flags flags of our fathers is the first one. My apologies. The American perspective. Letters to Iwo Jima. I uh, got it thinking it would be in English. Brought some friends over to watch it. And they were not happy at all in the <laughs> subtitle because foreign movies are not cool when you're in like seventh grade. They're not cool. Not um, yeah. And, and like, I think people misunder. It's a war film, but it's not extremely graphic. Not as much as you would think for a battle like Iwo Jima. Yeah. If you've seen Flags of Our Father, you get what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, that was my bum bum. I definitely was like, what's, we're going to watch this Iwo Jima movie. I was like, ah, and then it, Ends up being this like just great humanitarian piece almost in a story. Yeah, but yeah, it was definitely a bubble. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty funny, but uh, yeah, I, I when you're younger, dude, it's definitely hard for you to like actually be able to sit down and, and really take a lot of these movies in. I even like the movie uh, Spirit that came out like when we were younger by DreamWorks. I like that was one of the worst movies I ever saw as a kid, and I watched yeah. it again as like a teenager. I was like, bro, this is actually a really good movie. Yeah. But it's oh. like, I think I think 
a lot of films take emotional maturity and i think yeah. a lot of foreign films that make it to the united states yeah take almost an adult level maturity to really appreciate or understand what's truly going on because i don't think sure. you see a lot of kid or even teenage friendly uh foreign films make it so i don't know if that's like a, i don't know if that's a total hot take but you know like dust boot no fucking teenager's gonna watch that you gotta be you know but uh well what are uh probably probably my last question unless you want to add anything else to this for you is what are some of the movies on this 2023 list you're really looking forward to watching Ooh, that i'm really looking forward to yeah obviously the other akira kurosawa seven samurai that guy because he's probably become my favorite director so obviously his other movies and then I'm really looking forward to on the list movies 20 through 23 from Andre Rublev, The Sacrifice of Mira and Solaris. They're all by the same Russian director, Andre Tarkovsky. I watched one of his movies. It was the last movie I saw in 2022. It was called Stalker. And I really loved that one. So I'm looking forward to watching his other ones. And then obviously How to Train Your Dragon the the series um Casablanca Lawrence of Arabia the classics like we said a couple other ones are Nosferatu and Vampire because they're actually silent movies so I'm looking for and I've never seen a silent movie before got a lot of Stanley Kubrick movies that I'm trying to get into and then uh the last one or the last two are Where Is My Friend's House is about a kid who has to bring an assignment to his friend because if his friend doesn't turn it into his school like the next day or whatever, he gets expelled. And it's supposed to be a really like, just like, I want to say cute, but like a really like that kind of type movie of like this kid going on a journey to find his friend's house. And then um, uh, the last one is The Shining Forwards and Backwards is... The movie The Shining played front to back and end to beginning superimposed on each other on the same screen. So I think that will be an experience. Dude, I love that concept because I took classics of horror in high school and I know I've talked about it before for the audience. I'm sorry if I bore you with that, but dude, we watched that in class and it was like, I've heard of that before where it's like, if you watch it backwards, it's like um oh, what was it? I forget what it's described, but like basically, because so, have you seen the original Shining? I don't know. If yeah, I yeah, yeah, that okay, was one yeah. of the first movies I watched. This point. Okay, yeah, yeah. So basically, like for those that don't know, he ends up um the main character um what's his name in real life? Uh, Jack Torrance. Thank no, 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 Jack Nicholson. Sorry, but yeah, oh, Jack, Jack in the movie though, Jack Torrance. Yeah. Um, you know, he goes. He ends up being like. It's like almost like his fall from humanity into like this obsessed, crazy, maniacal person into eventually his frozen death. So I think seeing it in backwards has got to be crazy. Yeah. And like from what I've heard, if you watch watching them both at the same time, there's a point in it. Like when they get to the same point, like you see the point where it all like watching it, it goes downhill from one side and it's like he's going back to humanity on the other side. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Sounds good, man. Yeah. And I forgot to shout out one movie from my 2022 list called A Separation. It's an Iranian movie from 2017 
it's about a family. It's like kind of a mystery, like kind of mystery investigation drama about a family getting divorced and some of the problems they have in Iran. And it just was one of those ones that's, I'm not a big divorce movie guy. After watching Marriage Story was one of my least favorite movies that I've seen. But watching this one was just one of the realest movies that I think I've ever seen. Because it's like, this happened. This really happened. So. That's cool. All right, boys. So I think we'll probably try to wrap up here. So you guys get any more any more comments, last minute shout outs, anything? Um, not particular for movies, but I know, I'm sure you guys that follow sports know. I just wanted to give a quick well wishes from the bum to DeMar Hamlin and DeMar Hamlin's family. You know, he's going through a real bad struggle. Uh, he got a he got involved in a really bad sports injury or just an injury through sports. So just wanted to wish him well through the bums. I also on that I want to shout out T Higgins as well. The the Bengals player. I don't think enough is being talked about him because, like, obviously he was the one on the the giving end of the hit, but like it's not something that was necessarily his fault. It it wasn't anybody's fault. There's no there's no villain in this kind of situation. It's just bad bad wrong place wrong time for everybody involved. And I feel like he's gotten a lot of shit from people and like he's got to be extremely racked with guilt over what happened i saw something that's like he has not left the hospital since the game was canceled basically and it's just like he's got to be going through obviously not as much as damar hamlin but he's got to be going through like unimaginable guilt and just sadness so yeah, I think I appreciate that Josh Allen finally spoke about that. He's been very vocal the last day, I think, or so about it. Um, so that shit was crazy. Uh, for those that don't know, just, I mean, I, I guess look at the situation. Basically, player made a tackle, um, got hit, and immediately just passed out. Turned out his heart stopped. Um, he's in the hospital. As of right now, when we're recording this, it's uh, January 5th. I believe he's stable. He's still in critical condition, but he's stable. He's been able to move, talk a little bit, which is great, but still tough situation. Um, as far as movies are concerned, um, we love them. That's why we have a whole entertainment <clears throat> genre in our podcast. Uh, and I'm sure we'll be coming back to more entertainment stuff in the future, no doubt about it. And most likely with Will uh, as well. Will, thanks again for coming back on here. Uh, it's always a pleasure, man. Oh, yeah. Pleasure, guys. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you man we appreciate it all right so if you guys haven't already uh thank you so much for listening please do follow us uh wherever it is that you listen to us follow us on instagram at the bums be underscore ms give us some reviews you can do voice recordings in our reviews on spotify if you want you know tell bryce he's got a big forehead tell eddie that he's got four eyes whatever you want to say or tell us hey bro we should talk about this topic whatever um website strugglingbums.com that should be getting revamped here soon um, and wishing everyone a happy new year. Catch you guys soon. Yes.